0: It's on my tongue. Living angels of mercy, side over black hole in the sun. My heart is dark, but it's rising. I'm
1: pulling all the faith I can
0: see from that black hole on my horizon. I hear your voice calling me. Let it me... matter. Hey, welcome back to the Clean Slate Farm podcast. Thanks for downloading this episode. Now, I'm pretty sure of a couple of things here. Number one, probably shouldn't be using Bruce Springsteen's music without Bruce knowing about it. Number two, if Bruce does find out about it, I'm pretty sure he'll give us a buy on that because hey, it's about restaurants, Mary's Place, meeting at Mary's Place. Number three, when this whole coronavirus thing is over, we're going to meet at Mary's Place. Today, we're talking with Debbie Titus. Debbie is with the Half Moon Bakery and Bistro. She's the owner there. And it is a great bakery. Phenomenal pastry stuff going on there, and like the best half-moon cookie you'll ever have in your life. One man's opinion. So let's have a listen to my conversation with Debbie Titus. Me place, with me place, with do... Hello, Debbie. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Dave. I'm doing great.
0: Terrific. Hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate this. Uh, I, As you know, I've, I've asked a couple of people to talk about uh, their business, and that's what the podcast has been about. And now with the coronavirus thing uh, in the hospitality business and anything to do with food, it's really gotten kind of nuts. So I thought I would come back in and talk with some people about that. But first, what I want to talk about is your business, because you well know i come in and i grab cookies and coffee every once in a while and yeah. i love your love your spot but tell me more about your business it's the half moon bakery and bistro correct
1: yeah okay. yeah
0: I, you think i know um, about that
1: <laughs> yeah well we we're kind of a threefold business because um of course, as a bakery, we have uh, wonderful homemade desserts and cookies, and of course, half moon cookies.
0: But the we best. found
1: that, <laughs> thanks, we found too that there's a great demand for gluten free and vegan, so we have added that to our menu. So that has actually spread across the county and into other counties for people coming over and getting our baked goods. Um, On top of that, we do a custom cake business, and we do a lot of birthdays and family celebrations. But with that also, it leads into our other business of um, basically weddings. We do a huge wedding business from April through November. And then also, my heart has always been with local farmers and producers like yourself with your clean slate farm products. So I have a section in our our bakery where we resell only locally made products so that we can help we help each other get things out there for the public
0: yep and we appreciate that that you carry our products and I know the other vendors do as as well so that's very nice of you thank you now you also have their uh, a former coworker of mine, Kaylee correct can you tell me a little yeah. bit about that
1: all right well um you know, through the miracle of social media, I became aware of uh, cake decorator, pastry chef, Kaylee Lagosi, who goes by the little cake artist. And I started following her stuff. And at the time, I was thinking with the business, because it is so, so much um, bakery, bistro, but also cake decorating, that she would be a great addition to the staff. So I reached out to her. We actually found that we became very good friends. So in addition to reaching out to her to ask her if she wanted to come work with us, I sent out the proposal to her, would she like to start working towards a partnership so that we would become business partners. So as I wanted to step away from the business, I could leave it in her hands. And she, because she's much younger than I am, she still has a great career ahead of herself. And she could take that portion and build on it. So Kaylee came on board with it. We increased our business and we brought on two more baker, decorator, uh, pastry people. So as of right now, with our barista at the front counter, we have five employees that we're employing.
0: Wow, that's neat. Yeah, and Kay—I'm going to talk a little bit just about Kaylee because having worked with Kaylee at the Turning Stone, uh, I would go into the bakery sometime, and she'd be in there decorating. It's like the girl is just magic; she is just amazing. She is. Oh,
1: her hands. She—I mean, she, her her social media um, tie-in is at the little is a little cake artist, and watching her, she is truly an artist. She, and she constructs is. flowers. She does her her flower work, her design work. Looks like it's artificial. It, it doesn't look like something you could actually eat. That's how perf- perfect it is. And nope. and her knowledge and her enthusiasm for the business has been great for me because, as you know, as a business owner, it's up and down. There are days where you're tired, you're wondering why am I doing this. She has such a positive attitude, so she has helped. Me to build the culture here of the fact that we all love what we do, and I think it portrays into the customer portion. I think our customers see that we're a bakery family, mm-hmm. and that we care about what we do, but we care about our customers, and yeah. I think that comes across. Oh,
0: it does! It shows through; it really does. So, and Kaylee's just amazing. you know, there are some people I've worked in this business now in the food business for eighteen years, so I'm almost. 19 years now and in my journey through this business I've watched some people who are competent chefs cooks bakers whatever and you can watch them work and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and then there are some people who you look and it's just like how on earth it's just like they woke up and they just started chopping or or decorating it just comes so naturally to them and Kaylee is one of those people just amazing to watch her work so that's really well. Cool. And you
1: know what? She is a highly motivated, hardworking person, and she's always striving to better herself. She just recently went down to Virginia and took a um, gum paste flower class from one of the masters. She now creates flowers that look like you just picked them out of your garden. Oh, I've got But to that's see the that. one thing I like about her. She's driven and she just always wants to do something better than what she did the last time.
0: Yep, and she's just a great person. She's fun to talk to.
1: She is. She yeah. is.
0: She's great. Well, that's pretty neat. So you are a cafe and bakery, and you have a, you've got a little cafe there. So you serve some of your baked goods, and you do other items like sandwiches and things, right? Yeah. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of do do everything. Um, we do a light breakfast menu. We offer egg sandwiches, uh, sometimes French toast, pancakes, but mostly the egg sandwiches. And we do lunch specials. So we have quiche, and, and actually, our quiches become, we have a lot of people that now purchase quiches to go home. Um, but we do sandwiches and all. And I've been able to use uh, two kids' goat cheese on my sandwiches. So that's locally Great stuff. made. It is. It's wonderful. And I like the fact that I know where it's coming from, so there's no preservatives in it. We serve simple roast coffee. We have from the day we opened our doors and another local, you know, Matt Pearson, another local producer, mm-hmm. coffee roaster. Um, I think some of the best coffee I've ever had. Um, and so we try to incorporate that. The Dutch Hill maple syrup. I use that in some of my items. We yep. have a cheeky monkey tomato oil, salsa Q salsa. So we'll put those on some of our salads or our sandwiches. So, yeah, so, you know, in addition to our baked goods, we also have a nice little line of food, too.
0: hmm That's neat. Yeah. That's, uh, you, you know, many of the people you mentioned there, uh, about the specialty food people like uh, Nate and Christy at Dutch Hill Maple and, and Salsa. Yeah. They're just... You, Joanne and I live in that community because we are with our vinegars you know we see those people and talk with those people all often and and Syracuse Salt as well with Dave yeah uh, yeah I have Syracuse Salt
1: yeah and
0: they're just such nice people and I know I think I can speak for every every one of them thank you for helping support us because that's really great so we appreciate that well you know
1: my early beginnings was the Casanova Farmers Market, and that's where I was introduced to a lot of people. I forgot, and about that. so yes, that was my that was the advice I had been given as I was opening my business to see if number one I like to produce on demand, and number two, just how popular would my product be? Because if I didn't take off there, what was the sense in getting a, a brick and mortar building and trying yeah. to? You know, work out of that. Mm-hmm. Best advice I ever got. So, anyone starting out, I think that's the best advice. Um, you make lifelong friends through it. Don't you? you? build, your yeah, you do. And you know what? I still have customers that come in here that followed me from the Casanova Farmers Market, and that was seven years ago. And there's still customers here.
0: That's wonderful. That's what. Yeah, it,
1: is. it really is.
0: Yep, we've met some wonderful people, both vendors and customers that, you know, they stop by every week when we're at the CAS market. And yeah. It's like, How yeah. Do? Even if they don't buy anything, which is fine, it's just like, hey, say hello. And that's just, yeah. they're great people. That's really nice.
1: Well, you know what's nice, too, is they may not need anything this week, but they might tell their neighbor about you, and your their neighbor may show up. And, yep. and it just, I think, we, we're we very fortunate between Onondaga County and Madison County, we have a huge market of small business, and we all support each other and our customers support us. I don't think that's typical of the rest of the state. I think we have a nice little niche here in the state yes, we that do. You know, other people should actually take a look at, really. Yeah,
0: yeah. We've got some some great stores like yourself, and then there's Twenty East, Mackenzie, yeah, with McKenzie, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Rhubarb, and Skinny Atlas is a wonderful store, and then
1: mm-hmm. just, just
0: all over. There's some really great shops around here. Syracuse soapworks, uh, Syracuse artisans. Well,
1: you know, and the nice part is we know where the product is made, so we yeah. don't have to worry yeah. about a recall. We don't have to worry about some contaminants in the product. We know where it's made. So as a as a parent. I would rather feed my family this than something that was flown in from some other country or whatever. And I don't know what's in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a sense of responsibility, you know, people, people are responsible for their product and you know, that as a, as a retailer for us. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it was so important for us not to use cake mixes, not to use preservatives. I mean, yeah, product couldn't sit on the shelves for seven days if we added preservatives to it, but instead, we do everything fresh, so every single morning we're checking our product to see what what does not look fresh. We take it out. Um, sometimes we donate it. Sometimes we run a little special of a day old special. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my staff takes it home and eats it. You know? Right, and, but and we're plus, very responsible.
0: Yeah, and you know, and then when a customer gets it home, it's not going to last that long. Stuff is too good. It's delicious. Great mm-hmm. mm-hmm. stuff. Well, Deb, Definitely. I have one other thing that I would like to talk about, and as a person in the food service business and hospitality business, uh, like myself, something that concerns me greatly, and we spoke with uh, Luke Colton and Sarah Hassler uh, at Pure yeah. in Auburn uh, on a previous podcast, and, and I'd like to ask you about this, the elephant in the room. Just a little reminder that you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, and our YouTube channel at Clean Slate Farm. Also, if you go to our website, you can purchase our vinegars and some other stuff there. Uh, We also have an Amazon link. It's an affiliate page where you can purchase things. Anything you purchase through that link, we get a small commission. Help support us for buying equipment and chicken feed, stuff like that. Back to the show. You can tell me as much or as little as you want, but... I'm very concerned because a lot of the people in this business, uh, hospitality and food service, are taking major hits. I know servers who work at schools and then their servers at night to try to make ends meet and they just lost both jobs. Uh, I know restaurants who are scrambling to try to get food out uh, on takeout basis and thankfully they're being supported but they're, you know, their business is down considerably.
1: Yeah. yeah. How how is the That's... shutdown
0: affecting you? If 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 you'd like to talk about that.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it's painful. It's painful because, as I said, I think of my staff as my family, and I know that they depend on us so that they can make a living, and they work very very hard, and it's hard when you have to when we had to go to takeout that totally changed our people we have quite a few elderly people who like to come in and have breakfast or lunch here because we're a small cafe so they're not it's a more intimate setting we have groups of people we have knitters from the yarn cupboard across the street mm-hmm. every Thursday morning 6 or 8 of them would show up and spend the entire morning here knitting eating breakfast and chatting and But it was a community of knitters. We had a group of deaf people show up one morning. They came in to have breakfast and coffee. So going to a takeout model, we lost our connection with our customers. Yeah. But with it, sure. we lost all that business, too. Mm-hmm. People have been phenomenal. I, I mean, I am so warmed by the fact that so many people have come in and done takeout. They'll come in and buy things for their neighbors just so that they're spending money here. And and they're thanking us for staying open. On the flip side, as a human being in this time, you've got to wonder about what your responsibility is socially. We have set up the dining room so that there's social distancing. Yesterday, we were so busy. We had people waiting on the front sidewalk so that there wouldn't be a crowd of people in the shop. And I, I applaud all those people for doing that. I applaud them for helping us. But on the flip side, every single day the governor is coming out with new directives. For instance, he just came out with a directive that by five o'clock tonight, we can't have more than seven. We ha- can't have seventy-five percent of our staff in the bakery.
0: So three so, quarters of your staff has to be out. Only.
1: Yeah. So if you have ten that people, leaves- you're
0: down to two and a half.
1: Well, we right now, because one, two people are not working. So right now we are down to um, five of us here and really by five o'clock tonight, there should only be two of us. Wow. Um, So we're tomorrow, we're staggering shifts so that we only have, you know, we're complying. Um, We're going to stagger shifts tomorrow. I don't know where we're going after that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing is, as I've been talking to other business owners, every single day you wait to hear what the governor is saying because just the other day we got the notice about takeout. So we don't know from day to day, you know, what the next thing is. This morning he closed down all the beauty shops, all the tattoo artists, the piercings, you know, he so I don't know. By the end of the day, if he's going to close us down, we don't know. So yeah. it's it's hard. We're you know, but the thing is, my staff is very hardworking. They love what they do. We've come up with some creative things to make money. We're doing cookie kits for parents to bring home and keep their kids busy. Brilliant. we're doing curbside service. Um, and just this morning before we even opened, um, we have phone calls of people asking for things. Our my staff are running out to the parking lot and bringing it to people to their car. They're paying by credit card and they're running out to the car and bringing it to right. them. So, you know, we're trying to make the best of a situation that everybody in this world is seeing is probably the worst thing we've ever faced. Yep. But they're That's the one thing you can say about restaurant people is hospitality people. We're hard workers. And we're resilient We and we want to do, you know, the best we can. But the flip side is I don't know how these people are going to make their bills. And that's that breaks my heart to think that my staff won't be able to pay their rent or their mortgage or, you know, it's I, I I'm worried about them, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm not sure, you know, there's only so much we can all do and and I'm not sure, I guess we have to encourage our lawmakers to come up with stimulus money and plans because all these people need their young people, you know, they, they, we need to be able to survive every day.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure. Yeah. So, but you know,
1: the, the public, like I said, we have a community we're, Upstate, right, this Onondaga, Madison County people are special, and they support us. I mean, I had people coming in yesterday saying, I'm going to do what I can. I don't want you to go away, and I'm sure if we have to close, they will be in line wow. the day that we open up again. I, I feel that these people will stay with us. I, I think so you right. You know, yeah, yeah, no, I think you're so right I, I don't know, Dave, you know, I don't. We can't look into the future, so none of us know what tomorrow's going to bring. But I know, like today, they're all running around and getting stuff set up in the front. And, you know, I know today we have a lot of good stuff going out there. Good,
0: good. Yeah, I know I've got a friend uh, in the Auburn area who I used to work with at a restaurant, and she is still employed part-time because we're doing takeaway. Uh, yeah. but her husband is a chef, um, Ugh. and he just, he did his last day today. They're, you know, yeah. they shutting down. Yeah. So that's, yeah. it's tough and it's tough. It's going to be tough. Do you have, let me ask you this question. Do you have, or have yeah. you even thought of, uh, people in the restaurant business, hospitality business, any resources that they should be thinking about? Um,
1: yeah, um, because, I'm the, I mean, how I got started was even searching out for free resources. I, I, I think my nature has always been to network with people and to learn from others because I think everybody has a specialty and they're willing to share it with you. Uh, one of the sites that I know next week I am going to go through thoroughly is the Onondaga SBDC site. They have already started posting that there's grants and loans out there for small business owners. So I am going to check them all out, see what I can get get in for, so that when I reopen, hopefully, or even to help me through this close-down period, help me financially. Um, I heard on the Today Show that you should go to your state um, business website Okay. I think it's business I'm, I can't remember offhand I think it's business org I'm not or dot gov mm-hmm. um, they were saying it on the today show they had a business analysis and they said if everybody went to their state website for business there will be all sorts of stimulus packages out there there will be resources um, you know of course with my staff I'm encouraging I'm sure they're going to apply for unemployment Um but I understand that that site keeps crashing down, but they're going to have to keep trying. Um, I don't, you know, I know the city of Syracuse had something um, on social media yesterday that the mayor is trying yeah. to put together a collection of grants. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just for city people or if it's going to be for the county. Yeah. I think you, it's a combination of both yeah. for city businesses yeah. and for the county. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to go through all the business sites. Um, Social media, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. I have always used that as my advertising platform, and Mm -hmm. that's how I've reached so many people because I I have way over a thousand followers. And it's all, I mean, when we would run a special, I could run the special. I would post a picture of it, and within 10 minutes, I can have people calling to ask me to reserve it for them. But with that social media, what I'm finding is um, different people are coming upon different grants, and they're posting it and sharing it. So I would suggest that everybody stay on social media look to see what other business owners and other workers are posting as a place to go for help.
0: Yet another reason to go to your favorite store and, and follow them on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And definitely I know um, every single day, like this morning I posted that we had all our local products and I took pictures of it and I posted. So as people are sitting home, you still have to eat. Don't fight the, you know, don't fight the grocery store. Come out here and pick up your salsa or your honey sure. or, you know, your syrup. Um, and so I use social media for that today, too. Good. Um, and I think that's one way to stay connected with your customers so that when you do reopen, they know you're still viable.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I think it's going to be important to stay connected with people. Um, I'm already in back of my mind. You know, we've already been talking about doing some videos and, you know, we want to stay connected with everybody as long as we can.
0: Sure. Yeah, that so, just makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, Deb, I know you're probably busy getting getting ready to, to uh, handle today's traffic, so I'll, I'll let you go. But yeah. I want to thank you very much for joining us today on the show. And
1: uh, Oh, thank you, Dave.
0: Uh please tell Kaylee and all the staff that you know we said hi and hope for the best here. so we'll see you on the other side I, one way or another, and we'll stay in touch
1: no matter what happens well, uh, we will we will you know what American people are strong, and those of us in the hospitality business are super strong.
0: oh you so got that.
1: we're gonna we'll beat this
0: yep, we'll beat it okay, Deb, thanks very much
1: okay, Dave okay. Good talking to you and
0: to you. Hey, thanks for listening to the interview with Debbie Titus at Half Moon Bakery and Bistro. Now, Debbie brought up some interesting points uh, for companies who are going to be looking for help on this. Check your small business development centers, Chamber of Commerce. These people will be able to have some ideas where you might be able to get funding and some relief during this if you have a small business. Check it out. Number two, remember that small businesses and local food producers like this, these are people that are your community. Support them as much as you possibly can. Restaurants, do takeout if you're comfortable with doing that. Support them. And finally, when this is all over with, meet me at Mary's place. We're going to have a party. Bye bye.